1: Hello, I'm Oliver Condit, the editor of BBC Music Magazine, and welcome to the BBC Music Podcast. You can buy a copy of the magazine at your local newsagents or download our app to your iPad, Kindle Fire or Android tablet. And for the latest music news and more, head to our website at classical-music.com. Hello, and welcome to our monthly cover CD podcast, in which we take a brief look at the works on the disc that accompanies the latest issue of BBC Music Magazine. I'm Jeremy Pound, the deputy editor of BBC Music Magazine, and with me today is our staff writer, Rosie Pentreef. Hello. We're going to be discussing September's CD of auras and songs performed by three of the finest sopranos of the 20th century Maria Callas, Lucia Popp, and Elizabeth Söderström. We'll begin with the legendary Maria Callas in L'amour est un Roiseau rebelle from Bizet's Carmen. That was the unmistakable voice of Maria Callas, who as well as appearing on the cover CD, is also the subject of our main cover feature in the September issue of BBC Music magazine. Not everyone is smitten with Callas's singing, but what can't be denied is that she had few peers when it came to investing whatever role she was performing with oodles of character, as is amply shown here. Rosie, briefly explain what is going on in this particular aria.
0: This aria is Carmen's first entrance in the opera. Um, She's singing about love being utterly free and obeying no rules. Um, She sings that love is a rebellious bird. It's in a habanera style, um, so it's got that kind of mischievous and feisty dance quality that suited Callas perfectly. Now, um, many people know it simply as habanera. The score was adapted from a Spanish habanera, which is a popular 19th century dance. The original dance here is Al Araglito by Sébastien Iradier. Um, Bizet originally thought it was uh, just an anonymous folk song when he chose it for his opera, um, but he later found out who composed it, so he he changed the score accordingly and credited um, Iradier.
1: Of course, you can tell uh, uh, Habanera, can't you, just from that bass line, the dum. Dum dum dum, which you hear throughout a lot of a lot of um, Central American music as well.
0: Yeah, and that's what I think. Especially Callas gave it such a great energy, the way she pulls it around, and it's very cheeky with it.
1: On the same CD, we also hear Maria Callas singing arias from Gluck's Orfeo e Euridice, Puccini's Madame Butterfly, and Verdi's Il Trovatore. And of course, how could we not feature a moment from Bellini's Norma, the opera that above all Callas brought back into the mainstream, and in the process forged her own reputation. Here we have the famous Casta Diva, in which, with her people being besieged by the Romans, our eponymous heroine makes her way to the temple altar and pleads to the chaste goddess for peace. From Maria Callas there, we move on to a very different voice, that of the Slovakian soprano Lucia Pop. Immensely popular and hugely adaptable, Pop's performances were marked by a rare charm and, where appropriate, coquettishness. Tragically though, like Callas, her life was cut short at the age of just 54. Here, we're about to hear Pop in the little Rhine legend from Mahler's Des Knaben Wunderhorn. Tell us a little bit about it, Rosie.
0: Well, Das Knaben Wunderhorn is uh, the youth's magic horn and it's a collection of German folk poems set for voice and piano by Mahler in the 1890s. The Little Rhine legend features quintessential Mahlerian gurgling piano accompaniments to evoke moving water and the singer's very melancholic, reflecting on reaping by the river and waiting for his or her sweetheart to return. I think the gist of it is the protagonist's plan is to throw a golden ring, um, given originally as a gift by said sweetheart, into the water and allow it to float to the sea for it to be then eaten by a fish and when that fish is caught and served in the palace where the sweetheart resides, the sweetheart will remember his or her love, run down to the river and they'll be reunited.
1: And finally, in what admittedly sounds a little like a commercial for fizzy drinks, we move from pop to Serdstrom. Elisabeth Serdstrom, the Swedish soprano, that is. Born four years after Kallus, Serdstrom to some extent did for Janáček what Kallus did for Bel Canto repertoire. As one of the star performers on Charles Macaris' groundbreaking recordings of the Czechs' operas, it was Serdstrom who brought now-familiar characters such as Kacikabanova and Yanúfa to many listeners for the very first time. However, our cover CD features her not in Janáček, but in Mazorski's Nursery Songs. And you're going to tell us a little about them, aren't you, Rosie?
0: Yes, indeed. The, the Nursery Songs are a set of programmatic pieces that follow childhood adventures in a playroom. From Begging Nanny to Tell Stories to singing a lullaby to his or her doll, the child gets up to all sorts of adventures. The Cat Sailor, which we're going to hear now, is a fun aria in which the child foils the cat, who is called Matros or Sailor, in its attempt to catch a canary. In the music, you can hear the child chastising the animal as well as the dizzying chase of the canary.
1: That moment of feline seamanship brings us to the end of this month's cover CD podcast. Next month we will be wallowing in the glories of Brahms's Third Symphony, performed by the BBC Philharmonic under Gianandrea Noseda. In the meantime, it's goodbye, or as Maria Callas might have said, "Yasas." Yasas. Thank you for listening to this BBC Music Magazine podcast, which was produced in our Bristol studio by Jack Fletcher. For more of our podcasts, visit our website at classical-music.com or simply head to iTunes.